0: Welcome, everybody, back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and sitting in front of me, as always, is my cousin Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? I'm great. I'm just great today. Just great. Yeah. Good. That's all I've got for you. How are you? Uh, If I was any better, I'd be you. Okay. So we got a good start to the the song, Broken Wings, Mr. Mister. Uh Uh-huh. I, it's uh, it's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the the rest of the day now. Well, that's the reason we
1: use this one because it's been stuck in my head the entire evening. <laughs> that's the only song we we're, we're trying to think of a song to come up with. That's the only song I could think of.
0: Take it's- these broken wings. I should have been on American Idol. That's Adam. that's unbelievable. That's unbelievably good. Thank you. Uh, so we got a lot to get into. Uh, not a ton to get into, but I feel like there. You know, we we got we're gonna specify just a couple things today. We're we're gonna break down, get into a little bit of the trade deadline that ended yesterday in Major League Baseball, uh, and then of course talk about the greatest specimen of a man in the history of the world. We're gonna get to talk about LeBron. And uh, maybe one or two other things.
1: Yep, I'm All right. excited.
0: All right, that sounds good. So to start, uh, you can catch us on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast uh, on Facebook. You can get us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Castbox, YouTube, the whole nine
1: Apple Podcasts.
0: As usual, uh, we are live on the Facebook Live once again today. So uh, we didn't really tell anybody we were going to do it. Once this is just a this was just kind of a spur of the moment one. So if you get on there, got any questions, pop it up. I will uh we'll we'll have it up here and we'll check you out and see what you got going on. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's start off. First things first, Beat the Streak. We have a Beat the Streak group for Beat the Streak app, Major League Baseball, and it is called the Nosebleeds. And uh if you get on there and you can get to 20 games, I'll give you a Nosebleed Sports Podcast t-shirt. If you win the whole league, the whole group for the year, you'll get a prize box with something fun from in here. Maybe a nosebleed shirt, maybe a couple of my nose hairs. I don't know.
1: Hey, oh, okay, now
0: I'm competing. Belly I'm button really lint. Competing now. I'm big. I'm big on saving belly button lint, so maybe I'll throw that in the box. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, your collection is massive. Yeah. Well, maybe one day we'll we'll put it out. Oh man, we had a we had a fall. Oh. We had a fall on the on the fact, Facebook Live, but had that's a bad all I right. feeling but. <laughs> All right. So first things first, it is uh we have we have been doing the ugliest man in major league baseball history here lately. Andy Echabarin uh was the number five seed. He took down Jack Wilson pretty easy. Um once so far we have not had any uh we have not had a single upset yet. No, we have not. It's been chalk so far, and I'm going to tell you right now: the number six seed v. eleven seed is going to be is going to be chalk too. I think the me too. six the six seed. So on on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast Facebook page, you can vote. Uh, I'll probably send it out on Twitter as well this week. My Twitter for me is at sick with it. Adam, what's your tweet box?
1: <laughs> My tweet box is uh, <laughs> Adam Schmidt
0: 44. There you go. All right, that sounds good. So this week, the number six seed, a man held close to my heart, Mr. Ron Robinson, against number 11, John Lackey. Yeah, it's a former Red, Ron Robinson. Former Red. uh, For some reason, I want to say he coached one of my cousins in California's softball team. No way. I I don't
1: know this. One of your cousins in California. Girls
0: softball. She so, was she was legit. Brooke was legit. Okay, okay. I, I'm pretty sure she played in college. Okay, so you ha I had no idea you had a, a, a cousin
1: on the on the wit side of the family in California. Yeah, because we have several on, no, uh, no.
0: on the Rube side. Yeah, no, I have uh, we have two. I have two. Well, it's, they're my dad's cousins. I should say it's my dad's cousins. Yeah, okay. uh, Tyler, okay. uh, who is. Has his own sports podcast who is a uh Tyler Roop cousin of ours. Mm-hmm. The cheap seats. The cheap seats. Check it out. UCLA radio every Wednesday, five to eight Pacific time. So yeah, get you there. Right. Eight o'clock eight o'clock our time. Right. Uh so anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ron Robinson uh, coached him. So there you go. That's cool. Think okay, Ron Robinson
1: think Will Farrell and Larry oh. Bird had a baby. A redheaded up, baby. A redheaded baby, and it grew up to be uh, a, a, a severely. I'm sorry, I feel terrible. Ugly. A, a, a severely, it, yeah. It's a, the ugliest man in baseball. So it is challenged.
0: Weird. I feel like I feel like we're going to be good with that. Okay. I think I think I think he's going to take this one over. But we'll put it out I do there. Too. Vote on it. See what you want to do. My vote is is Ron Robinson over John Lackey. Although John Lackey is once again underrated, ugly. Yo, uh, We'll find a really good, really good picture of John Lackey for this thing. Good. All right. So let's get started, man. Uh, yesterday was a crazy day in Major League Baseball. There were a ton of trades at the trade deadline. Yeah. Nothing at all like last year mm-hmm. where there was almost no trades at the trade deadline. Right. Uh, This year, quite a few trades. A uh, lot of people making moves. Not a ton of really big names, but there were some there were some veterans that that went. Uh, you know, you had Ian Kinsler going over to Boston. That was big. Uh, I think you know, with Pedroia uh, injured, they obviously just wanted a veteran that could go out there and play. Because I didn't even know Ian Kinsler was still playing Major League Baseball. I figured he was retired by now.
1: Yeah, yeah, there were a few former All Stars, including Kinsler. Um, Juris Familia uh, went to Oakland. You had uh, Wilson, Ramos, uh, Wilson Ramos this year, an All
0: Star this year, catcher yep. for uh, the Rays. John Axford, um, previous mm-hmm. uh, former former All Star from the Brewers, going over to um, going over to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. which is big. Uh, yeah, there's there's quite a few of them. Right. Let's let's focus first though on the one closest to our heart, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Reds outfielder Adam Duvall. This one was a was a surprise
1: to me. I I wasn't hearing a whole lot of rumors. We I think we heard him a couple of times in the last couple of years, but I didn't hear much about Adam Duvall possibly being traded this year. You know, you heard early in the season. You heard Billy Hamilton. Lately, I think everybody expected Matt Harvey to be traded, including myself. Um, Rysell Iglesias, which was the big one. I really kind of wanted to see, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, because I thought that was the potential to get the most. From anyone here, um, you know, for a while it was Jeanette, and then uh, you know, lately they were kind of saying now we're we're holding on to him, um, but you know, and I don't think anybody was off limits, but um, Duvall was a surprise to me.
0: Yeah, I I I don't know that it was it was more of a surprise to me because I didn't think he had. A lot of potential. I didn't think there was anybody out there that would really want a guy hitting two twelve or two eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's still he's still driving runs in, and he's still hitting the ball out of the ballpark. But you know, that's that that Bryce Harper thing. Bryce Harper's you know getting a a lot of people are down on him because of how low his batting average is. But you know, at least he's got a little bit better on base percentage where <laughs> Duvall's yeah. yeah not. That's the thing. So so
1: Duvall his career with the Reds ended up. uh, looking like he hit 235 for his career with the Reds, 297 on base, 469 slugging. So, he's really only a power guy. You're only getting home runs and yeah. RBIs from him. And in 2016, 2 years ago, he was an All-Star. Um so he was, you know, he had he played basically two full years with the Reds. Right. 150 games in 2016, he hit 33 home runs and drove in 103. I mean, those are those are really nice numbers. Yeah. You know, he hit 200 or whatever. But, and then last season, he played 157 games, hit 31 homers, and drove in 99. Yep. That's what the Braves are getting.
0: That's what, and that's exactly what they're going to get. They're going to get a guy who drives, runs in, and hits the ball out of the park. So good for them. Yeah. How about the Pirates? That was, that was definitely one of the biggest
1: ones. So they got Chris Archer, the ace of the Tampa Bay Rays ever
0: since David Price left, probably. Yeah. Um, That was, yeah, that was big because. how are where do the Pirates come in thinking that they're buyers at the trade deadline well look right now they're three games back of the second wild cards ball. are they they are okay. so
1: and, and you know and they went on that so that's incredible I mean, run right of it. Then whatever, right in it yeah. 11 wins in a row or whatever yeah. it was um, that included a three game sweep of the Reds um but yeah I mean they're they they have a chance um so I, you know, they like a lot of you know. The Brewers went all in. The Braves, the Braves made like four or five trades and added a ton of pitching. They're going to be interesting to see because so they added Duvall, um, for for some help driving in runs, but they added so much pitching, especially in their bullpen.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what they do the rest of the year. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So, so the Reds, the Reds get uh, three minor leaguers out of the Duvall deal. And
1: that's what I was I was excited about that. I'm I'm happy with what they got for Duval. I really am. Nope so two of the three don't you know, what what they've done so far don't don't impress me. Yeah. Doesn't impress me. Um Preston Tucker is an outfielder. Um he's hitting two fifty six this year with the Braves in uh I think it was twenty something games. Twenty eight yeah. uh no in sixty two games. 62 games he's hitting 256 um, but he's not you know he's not he doesn't set the world on fire with his hitting or anything he looks like he's a pretty good fielder left fielder um, but he's not going to get a bunch of time I mean your your three outfielders are set now it's it's Winker want- Hamilton and Shebler when he comes back
0: Winker w- you sure about that I don't oh know. well
1: Winker no yeah Winker for the rest of the year you're right he's he's out the rest of this year right Right, or at least for a while. For he's he's right. uh, he's
0: on the what is it? I think he's on the 15 day right now or whatever it is. So he's gonna be he's gonna be da- sit down for a while. I, I think yeah. I, I can't remember. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else that's out for the year, but I know he's
1: out for a while. Um, and and, and has been out with his shoulder, but I for next year I think that's your three. I, I think that's your three outfielders. I like
0: this Irvin kid, man. I think he needs a chance. Well, he's getting a chance right now, and he's showing that he can do it. The kid was on fire before he got called up. Came up, he's hitting a cover off the ball up in the big leagues. He's had a, uh, a walk off hit already since he's been up here. I he's hitting 300 mm-hmm. since he's been up. So I, I I really like that kid. I think that him and this Williams and Williams mm-hmm. uh, that they brought up, he's he's hitting a cover off the ball too. Right now, Billy Hamilton has got a lot of, a lot of work to do because there's a lot of they are there's a lot of people. The Reds have always had a lot of middle infielders. It always seemed like, mm-hmm. and now it seems like they got a plethora of outfielders. A lot of outfielders, right? Which puts your boy Billy on the back burner. He he's just so
1: he's just so good defensively. I don't think any of those guys. And and you know that. So we talk about. So we know that the sample size for Billy Hamilton is definitely big enough to know what you get from him. Now he's not going to give you much at the plate. He's going to give you the best. You know the best. Center field play on defense that you're going to see. Um, sure, but you know, and these and these other guys, Irvin has been up and down the last couple of years, um, meaning from AAA to the majors and back down. Um, and, and he's fine; I have no problem with him or anything like that. And um, you know, a couple other guys that have had have been up and down. Um, but you know that we don't know a lot about them yet. So you know, right now they're hitting the cover off the ball. Sure. in a month we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it's um it's it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. The the Reds have made it uh very clear that everybody is on the block. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they they will accept talks from everybody now. My question is in that case, are the Reds done because you see deals being made in August all the time. After the trade deadline, with the whole waivers deal and all that stuff, right. are the Reds done? Because I think I don't think they're done. I think I think you're going to see at least one other, uh, probably a guy like Iglesias, is who pops into my head e- immediately. Because you get into August and you get a team who is either uh, their closer is bombing or somebody gets hurt, they're going to need a they're going to need a consistent closer, and Iglesias is your guy. So, I truly think that it's not over, but what well, I mean it's got to be it's got to still be an option, right? Yeah, you yeah you, you're probably right, and there's still a chance for Harvey
1: certainly to get dealt because, like you said, you know, in in with all the pitchers that were dealt in this deal, minor league and major league pitchers, or and all the deals that were done in the 311 um, deals that were done yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: it, you know, Harvey wasn't one because there were so many pitchers that moved. There were a lot of pitchers that moved, and a lot of people were talking about that. Chris Archer trade was one of the last-minute trades, and they were said there was a lot of people saying they were every, everybody was going after Chris Archer. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted Chris Archer, and it was slowing down the, Chris, the Matt Harvey market, which is a bummer because I would have loved to see Matt Harvey leave. But, you know, it is what it is. He he hasn't been
1: bad though. I mean, two starts ago he was really bad, and then his last start right before the trade deadline he was he was pretty decent. Um, and, and that might have been part of the problem. I don't know how much it really matters, but they won the, the last game that he pitched, and after that, a couple of the Reds took to Twitter to show their support and kind of push for
0: Matt Harvey to stay on. Yeah, whatever. It's Probably your teammate, not. But, you know, it is what it is. Right. Uh, so. So Tyler, uh, listening on Facebook live here has a good, has a good point. The Astros screwed the pooch by not, uh, trading for Iglesias. So the Astros made a trade at the deadline for closer who is currently serving a 75 game suspension for beating his old lady, (laughs) his old lady. I like that. Uh, yeah, it, 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 what's this funny is coming right at, right right before their general manager or owner somebody came out and said there's a zero tolerance policy on the Astros for <laughs> domestic for violence. domestic violence. Yes. So what do they do? They trade for a guy in the middle of a 75 game. That yeah, that looks really bad for them. Yes,
1: um, he's eligible for the playoffs. That's what they got him for. And that's what
0: it's all. That's exactly you know.
1: right. And, and unfortunately uh in too many cases in sports you know the you the quality of player uh you know what you do on the field or on the court trumps uh what you do off of it and that probably shouldn't be the case but that is the case that's the reality yeah um and that's the reality right now for the astros
0: so they're gonna have they're gonna have some issues we we know we know the dodgers got manny machado they are currently a half game back i believe from the diamondbacks in the west they're they they are looking like they're on fire though. This team is are are we talked about this last week. Currently the Dodgers are looking at a wild card. Are the Dodgers the best team in the National League?
1: Ooh. I don't after think after getting Machado, when when yeah. they,
0: by acquiring Machado, does that put them officially as the best team in the National League?
1: it's not convincing enough i think they're up there it's not convincing enough for me though you know that i think the cubs are still you know somebody to think about and they picked up cole hamels by the way in the dread deadline right um you know uh, obviously the diamondbacks are are right there too um i you know like i said last year or last week um, I like the Dodgers. I I want to see them go back to the World Series. I like to see them win a World Series. I just like a bunch of their
0: a bunch of their players. You, I feel like you'd be a Puig fan. You know, I'm not really. I knew that you were gonna say that. I I <laughs> oh, like you're being Puig? sarcastic. 100 sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> I like Puig. I like <laughs> this dude. Yeah, you know what? It's like a
1: little Manny. The Puig mania has kind of died down the last year he still or two. Licks his bat all the time. He does, which is hilarious. And he's a he's a goofball. But I think people just got used to it. Right. But he was, you know, he was pretty. Uh, he was pretty flamboyant, um, you know, for a while, the first couple of years. And he was exciting because he has a rifle arm and he's got he's a massive guy and he can hit the ball 100 miles. Yeah. And he's fast. And, he, and he's got some speed. Yeah. I mean, he's just a good athlete. And uh, he he's. He he's got a little uh a little work to do upstairs I think. Um but he's uh he's just I don't know. You either kind of like him or you don't like him and it's I'm really kind of in the middle. I just
0: don't care that much
1: anymore right. about Puig right. but
0: All right, so give me some more trades. What what else were you intrigued by on this trade deadline? You know, <laughs> Bright, Brighton was a big one. Brighton going over to the Yankees, uh, you know, improves their bullpen, which was the one thing that everybody said was what they needed to improve on mm-hmm. in general. Which yeah. I mean there are they have their teams stacked, so if there is a place to improve, I guess that's it. Um You know what was funny is the Baltimore
1: Orioles traded. Every single guy on their roster, it seems like. <laughs> I mean, they traded everyone except well, when, Adam Jones, I think. When
0: you are the worst team in all of baseball yeah. by far. Who cares? Who do you and care?
1: Anybody giving you anything good, try to get something for them, right, and start over. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, but they, And Tampa Bay actually did that as well. Um, and they – I don't – Tampa Bay traded away a ton of their guys, including Wilson Ramos, their all-star catcher. But they traded for Tommy Pham, too. Like, that was a little – I know. I was confused by that, but – I get confused by a lot of things they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. The Indians got Leonis Martin from the Tigers, Cubs, Brad Ziegler. You, you
0: mentioned the Cubs getting Cole Hamels. Right. I think that will help them.
1: Yep. Uh, Brian Dozier uh, went to the Dodgers. So Their their middle infield is completely different within a week. Yeah. Um, Kevin Gosman and Darren O'Day from the Orioles went to the Braves. Imagine that the Orioles. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, so who made the who had what was the best move made at the deadline? What was the best move? Was it the Reds getting getting something for Adam Duvall? (laughs) That's that's (laughs) one of the better moves. Um, No, I
1: think I think the Cubs getting Cole Hamills is is right up there and it the probably top three moves Machado, Machado to the Dodgers that sure. makes
0: them incredible now I mean yeah, that that yeah. is imp complete that improves their team incredibly yes um those are those are the two that stick out to me the most
1: um and then you know I don't know maybe Archer comes on and and gives the brave or gives the Pirates that push they need to just squeak into that I you yeah. know, I don't know yeah, I, I yeah we'll, that's tough we're I gonna find out plan. I think we're gonna get to see them though probably before the end of the year um, you know, uh, the Reds, I mean. Right. So we might get to see him up close and personal. Um, but we'll see. I, I you know, and there there are a lot like you said, there are a lot of guys that are names that we know the, um that have moved around. The Yankees
0: got a lot of arms. I just realized this. Lance they got Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh they picked up uh we already said Zach Brighton. Uh there was another one I just scrolled through here now, I can't find it. Uh, anyway, they there was another left-handed pitcher. Here you go, oh Jay Happ. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's got, one I keep forgetting about. Too. That's yeah. I mean, I tell you what, they that they made, that's a they've really made some moves for a team that's as good as they are. They really went out and did something. Well, they're going to need to because the Red Sox are even better. As good as the <laughs> Yankees are, the Red Sox are even better. The Yankees are going to have to play in a stupid one-game wild card, and they're going to be eight games better than the next best team. Maybe maybe double digits. Yeah, ten, ten games better than next. M- maybe it's ridiculous. Maybe they it could That's it's But you
1: know what? If they were one or two games better, and they won that game, and they won the World Series, you'd be like, oh man, I I think that wild card thing is kind of cool. You know, <laughs> extra team, an extra team gets a chance, and
0: they they can make it happen. You know. Uh, all right. Well. So so trade deadline's over. We're we're where we are. This is kind of the dog days of summer coming now. So this is where you're really going to see teams making a move.
1: Let me ask you this. Ask me. So, like you said, there's still a chance that the Reds make a trade or two or however many. Um, And and, and the big talk was Matt Harvey leading up to the trade deadline. He's still with the team. So since they didn't trade Harvey, they have a six-man rotation right now. What does that – so, and Jim Riggleman already said – they, they're they in uh, Washington, I think, starting tomorrow, I want to say. Tomorrow or Friday. Um, they're going to meet. Um, he's he's going to meet with, with the Reds executives and decide what they're going to do about the six-man rotation they have right now. Because he said it's not going to last. He said it's not, it's not going to be for long. So
0: that's either telling me they're going to try to move somebody or somebody's out. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it going to be... Harvey is it
1: going to be Bailey is he going to move to the he can't be Bailey he's, he's been unbelievable his
0: first two games yeah. back and if you move Bailey to the bullpen he's just going to have a uh, a surprise injury come up so he so he can force himself back into yep. the minors so he can continue to start or he'll convert himself to a left-handed pitcher and just throw
1: left-handed cause, like there's no cuz then he'd be terrible and they would have to try him again in the rotation
0: yeah yeah I
1: he he'd try something. He'd do he would, something. He
0: would do something. Here he would say something. Yeah, uh, he's already done all that. So yeah, so why um, wouldn't he continue? Right. Um. All right. So with the Reds, I want to I want to jump into a swipe left, swipe right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off the swipe left, swipe right uh, edition of this show with the Reds are in the playoffs in two years. Oh. Obviously not next year. They're, they just don't right. have the pitching to, to to do it. They have the right. offense. They don't have the pitching to do it. Right. I can be realistic. Two years. Swipe left, swipe right. In two years, I can
1: see them possibly being good enough to, to get into the wild card spot, possibly. Um, you know, I I think the Brewers are set up fairly well. The Pirates are still kind of a mystery, honestly, to me. Um you know, I, they traded away a couple of their better players over the off season and they're suddenly back in the hunt for, to get into the playoffs. Um, you know, the Cardinals are always kind of good. So they have, I a, feel like you're about to swipe left on this. I, I, I think I am going to swipe left.
0: You're terrible. That's horrible. I don't think they, <laughs>
1: that was the most unconvincing <laughs> upset thing I've ever seen. Um, no, I, I think I swipe left, but they're not far. I I don't think they're far from it. You know, I, I swipe left hesitantly. Yeah. What what do you what do you have swipe on right. 100%. Swipe right. One hundred percent. Oh
0: my gosh, yeah, are you kidding in me? Two years. The way this team hits the ball, Castilla two years under his belt, Bailey'll be gone, uh Mally's gonna have a Mally's gonna be here, Romano in there. Castillo, you know we're gonna have a hell of a one-three punch, one-two-three punch, so, one-three punch. So, <laughs> one-three punch. <laughs> so, so you're convinced
1: that those young guys that that are in the rotation right now will be that much better in two years, and they will they will take the Reds to the next level to where they make wild card when the when the division whatever it is to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Okay. You um, seem not to believe me.
1: Don't no, worry, it'll I, happen. It just, just it'll I, happen. I want it to. I
0: <laughs> What do you got? Swipe left, swipe right. What's okay, your next so,
1: one? so staying with that theme? Swipe left or swipe right, Matt Harvey or Homer Bailey pitch out of the bullpen for the Reds this season.
0: Uh swipe left. When Neither I, of them are going because those are two guys. One, you know how Bailey is. Two if they're going to try to attempt to do anything with Harvey, even with the waivers or anything like that, they are not going to take him out of the – he has got to start so other teams uh, see him consistently in their rotation. Right.
1: Yeah, when I uh, when I wrote this down, I thought, you know what, there's a possibility because they're going to have to do something with somebody. But, you know, thinking more about it, I, I think I swipe left on that too because uh, I think – because they definitely could still trade Harvey. And if Bailey – Keeps up the way he, I don't think he will, but I think you know if he keeps up and at least pitches well enough to sure. stay in the rotation, yeah, sure
0: he will. Yeah. All right, here you go. This is my favorite question on Swipe Left, Swipe Right today. UDF Homemade Brand Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough Ice Cream, best flavor of all time. Swipe right. Yes. I completely agree with that.
1: There's I, there's not a there's not a close second for me. There's so not a close cookies second cookies and all.
0: cream. Is my second. It's mine too. But I didn't know we were so. How about that? Together on Look this ice this. cream deal, man. Holy cow! It, like, I agree with you though. It's my second. However, it is a very, very far second. Mm-hmm. There's, and, but it's. I tell you, I've tried some other cookies and co- chocolate chip cookie doughs from other brands. Yeah. Not as good. Not as good. No. Still delicious. Oh, it's good. Not nearly as good as homemade brand. Homemade UDF's homemade brand chocolate chip cookie dough. Uh, it takes the cake man. If you if you are not from the
1: Cincinnati area or the surrounding region and you have never had homemade ice cream, everybody talks about graders from Cincinnati right For me, it's homemade. Uh, it's, it's homemade graders. brand from from UDF. If you can find a way to Greater, get a hold of some yes. and you're not from this area, do it. You got to give it a try.
0: Maybe I'll put that in the box. If you uh, if you join Beat the Streak app, go to the Nosebleeds group, and you win. I'm putting chocolate chip cookie dough, box, a uh, 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 tub of chocolate chip cookie dough, homemade ice cream, signed by Adam and Chris, the Nosebleeds. Oh, signed. Signed. Okay. Yeah, that just made that thing worth nothing. <laughs> Less. <laughs> Less. Less than the $3 it cost to buy the pint. That's exactly right. And, and uh, real quick, get back to the Reds. On the Facebook Live, Tyler's got a good point. You also got um, uh, Hunter Green coming up in that starting rotation in the next two years. So this is going to be, I'm telling you, they are going to have a hell of a starting five. And of course, Bailey's probably going to be here, so he'll be their fifth starter, but...
1: If if Robert Stevenson keeps pitching, if he's t- finally turned a corner because he's been
0: really good for the last month or whatever in AAA, he's been so up and down. He's, he has been, and he's he's been that number one prospect, pitching prospect down there for, I feel like five years. I know it's only been a couple, but it feels like forever. Mm-hmm. I almost feel I almost feel like he's an afterthought. Something's gonna he he's yeah, almost at that. the point where we'd be better off getting rid of him for some other prospects and it, to help him you know sometimes you just need a new look, new flavor, go somewhere else to to tweak something and maybe find something in it that that gets him back on track to where he should be cuz i think that kid's a great player. He's just lost his the, the fizz is gone.
1: He did, but his last like 10 or 12 starts have been really good. I mean, yeah. he's been he's been on fire down there. So, i don't know if something if something changed if something clicked or if he's just kind of caught a hot streak right now and and at the end of the season it'll it'll go away and he'll start out and and you know have a 540 ERA you yeah, know be to begin the next season or he something. very like well that. could
0: happen cuz it I mean it's happened the last two years, right.
1: Okay, so moving on with swipe left swipe right. You would love to take these broken wings and learn to fly again.
0: Oh, uh, I had just gotten it out of my head. It it was just gone. Swipe it's back now. Swipe left. I, I, swipe
1: left. You would not love to take these broken wings and learn to fly again.
0: No, I don't want to learn to fly. I'm scared of heights a little bit. I lost my squirrel a few years ago. I don't. You lost your squirrel. You know, like, like I. My dad always says it. So you, I used to be able to climb up on the roof and hang Christmas lights. You know, two stories hanging over, no big deal. I had all my squirrel was my squirrel was good. I was good. Squirrel, I had plenty okay. of squirrel in me. Nothing bothered me. Now. <laughs> I lost my squirrel. I get a little nervous. I get up there. <laughs> the belly starts starts twisting. The butter the butterflies in there started churning, and whoo, tickles I, my peeper. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a throwback. Um, I you know I feel like I hear that from a lot of people. Like the older you get, the the less the less comfortable you are with stuff like that. Getting up on a ladder, on a high ladder, on a roof, and stuff like that. I'm always pretty nervous about that,
0: but i you're nervous about everything. I'm nervous about everything. That's (laughs) totally right. I swipe right on that. So there you go. All right. Now, I'm going to let you do one more because I'm going to take the last one because it's going to put us into our next next topic. Okay. So um, this next
1: one is a very serious one. I'm sorry to be so serious. I know we like to joke around, but um, so swipe left or swipe right. If I were to pick up smoking, I would smoke menthol cigarettes.
0: <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> no way. You would no? be a Virginia Slims. I see you oh. with them real skinny grandma long Virginia. All the one the twenties you mean. Yeah, the 120s. 120s? yeah, super oh. skinny, about that long, you know, about a foot long. Uh, <laughs> I'd smoke Virginia Slims foot longs. <laughs> non menthol virginie non filter I, I don't see you a menthol guy i, I feel like you're not a menthol guy not a menthol guy yeah, i, feel like I mean
1: i like the taste of mint um but you know there there's every flavor in 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 tobacco now um is there yeah cuz yeah i i
0: plan for production to make it i would <laughs> <laughs> if they made chocolate chip cookie dough tobacco i'd probably smoke <laughs> yeah if, if, homemade, homemade, if homemade, if homemade made came it. out with their own cigarettes, I'd probably become a smoker. <laughs> I'd
1: I'd buy it by the case, I, meaning like ten cartons to a ten case.
0: Ten cartons to a case. Is that? <laughs> I feel like twelve cartons are or. I case. wouldn't even
1: smoke them. I would just set the whole case on fire and just stand over it and just inhale the cookie dough huh. nicotine. Uh, that's
0: the best part of that's the best part of cigarette smoke anyway, right? <laughs>
1: Cigarette smoke, there's nothing I hate more than cigarette smoke. I hear you. Anyway. All
0: right, swipe left, swipe right. LeBron James should get a dunk competition tro- trophy for the dunks he did in Little Bronny's layup line. Swipe left. Oh, man. So you. I'm oh, so glad you look, brought this up. I can look let me, in your eyes. Let, you let me not tell you happy.
1: this I'm not happy. Let me tell you about this. Tell me. Let me ask you this.
0: Ask me, because you know what I'm going to say. That's I know what you're going to say. My boy, go ahead. We're going to wrestle on Facebook Live about this. Um, man, that would be an ugly wrestling match. That would be a bad It match. It would match. look like two... Uh, two girls that have never been in a fight wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'd be so apathetic about uh, it. I just wouldn't try. Uh, yeah, I, just and, you don't want
1: to hurt me. No, I know just because I know I would be wasting my time. You you could pummel me no, if you well, wanted just, to. Are you saying I'm fat? No, I'm okay. just saying you could pummel me. You could whoop me. Right. Um. Anyway, so LeBron James, there's a video almost every week out over the summer. Where LeBron is at his son, LeBron James Jr.'s AAU little brownie game. Yep. Um, so he's 13. He's in the eighth grade. I think he's. I think he's entering his freshman year. In Texas, he's.
0: He's in the summer between his eighth grade and freshman year right. right now. For way I understand it, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's correct. So
1: <clears throat> he plays AAU on
0: probably one of the best teams in the
1: country. Um, and there's there have been a lot of videos of him. He looks like a really nice player. Um, He he had his first dunk ever the other day, I think last weekend. Uh It was in warm-ups, but um, that's what everybody says is his first dunk he's ever done. And it looked easy. Um, But there's a lot of video of LeBron at these games. A lot of times, he's standing up, he's kind of walking around. This past game, Bronny hit a three. LeBron's doing the three whatever sometimes it's the arrow sometimes yeah. actually a kid in that game on the opposing team hit a 3 and did the 3 arrow at LeBron as he was walking Oh that down is the awesome. Floor. I love that. Um <laughs> so but but LeBron's throwing the 3 thing up and he's hollering and stuff. And and the big thing for me is he's coaching his son from the stands. Uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. My question to you Okay, so, so you have those things, and that's the big one for me, is coaching from the stands when, when, when you're a parent. The other thing is, you mentioned it, he joined the layup line, and he, d- he put on this unbelievable ex- you know okay. uh, exhibition of, of dunks. And those are like all nice and fun to watch. But it's this 13-year-old AAU game. Let the kids warm up. Let the kids do their layup line and warm up for the game. Sit down. Everybody knows you can do that. Adam. Is LeBron James the annoying
0: AAU parent? Um. Okay. If he's not LeBron, then he is. But he's LeBron. Dude, if you played basketball with Larry Bird's son, mm-hmm. and Larry Bird is on the side, uh-huh. and he's talking to his boy— Larry Bird is allowed to coach his kid from the stands because it's Larry Bird. If Larry Bird wants to come out and get in the layup line with all these 13-year-olds and start chucking threes in the layup line, guess what? Everybody's going to love it. It's okay. It's LeBron. It, that's Dude, it's a show. It's LeBron. The kids are still warming up. He's He he, he dunked it like six times, I think. The, the kids all got their layups in still. They were all right, and they probably they got a show. The whole place got a show. It's it's dude, how you upset about that for real? Yes. That's you know, damn, oh. you
1: know where you get you know where you get a show. Where
0: do you get a show? Every single game LeBron James plays in the NBA. Okay, but how often are you five feet away from him, twenty feet away from him in a small gym and he's doing it? Not very often. Very rarely. Yes. But good for him. It's, you're
1: there for the AAU game for these eighth grade kids. Don't be the annoying parent. Look, if you want to coach, Do you I don't think care if anybody who you there are.
0: thinks he's annoying.
1: Yeah, I feel like look, I like LeBron James a lot. I am a LeBron James fan. If I'm there, I I might think it's kind of cool for a minute, but honestly, the, the you know, you always hear the stories about the parents and uh, the coaches and the players a lot of times in AAU basketball. And and it's there are a lot of really unfortunate stories and, and unfortunate uh events situations that go on there. But yeah, like some of the like, you know, parents living vicariously through their kids and getting like being helicopter parents and and overdoing it, you know, over getting involved in their kids' sports lives. And and I just feel like, yeah, if I was there. To be at that AAU game, if I'm a parent of another player or whatever. Are it, you going to say something to him? It might be. Are you, no, of course are, I'm not going to say something to him. Of course. I wouldn't do it if it's some dumb stranger that does nothing. But I don't know. I can just see being a little annoyed. Like, dude, sit down and just watch your kid play. That's <laughs> that. My biggest thing is don't coach – Coach it. Let the coaches You're coach. Coach. coach.
0: You're a coach. You're, you are a yes. coach. So I understand that annoys you. Now, what, what is he saying from the stands? Do, do you have any idea? Have you heard him? No, I'm sure what he's it? saying how do you makes know? sense. I'm how do you sure know? it does. He's to, one of the smartest players you know probably that, in the history of the game. How do you know that that's what he's doing? If you never heard what he was saying, he might just been cheering his boy on. No, you can see him coaching in tons of videos, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Okay, I haven't seen I it.
1: I will show you them. You can see him coaching. From the stands, as LeBron's here's, here's walking up deal. and down and if doing I'm, free throws and stuff. If
0: I'm the coach, if I'm the coach, mm-hmm. every other person's dad does that, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, sit down, I got this," or you know, whatever. It's AAU. He can go find another team. Just sit down, I got this. If LeBron's doing it, I'm like, dude. Every whatever you want to say, anything you have to say, feel free. You ha- you have carte blanche on anything you want to do. In in uh, for my kid, because as a coach of an AAU team, I don't know as much as LeBron James. But okay, so so then invite him to be a coach on the team. I I, I agree, but the problem is you can't invite LeBron James to be a coach on the team because he's. He, He's probably not going to be there all the time because he's got so many other things to do. So you obviously are going to say are going to want your coaches to be there all the time. So you have your coaches there, and then when LeBron shows up, be, and he wants to say anything. Feel free then sit on the bench and be be an assistant okay coach. Sure. Call yourself
1: an assistant or call yourself the head coach or whatever. Be call yourself a coach on that team. And as as much as you can be there, because here's the thing, and we're getting ready to transition into the into the into the more positive LeBron story. LeBron James, I don't think there's any question about what kind of father he is. He's always he's at every one of his kids' games. He's he's always talking about him, you know, in the media. He's got him around all the time at games and stuff. He you know he posts a ton of stuff on social media about his kids and his wife. He is a family guy, and that's yeah. I, I love that about him. But so so that's the thing, like, but if if you're gonna, you gotta understand how it works, though. You know, be a coach, like, okay, if you can't be there all the time, that's why you have more than one coach, and that's yeah. fine. But sit on the bench, sit on the bench with the team if you're gonna I'm coach.
0: F- I'm fine with that. Then then tell them to sit on the bench. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if Le- if I'm coaching a team and LeBron's kids on my team and he wants to say something to anyone on the team, I might I might call a timeout. And let the tell the kids to go over to the other sideline. <laughs> go, go over there.
1: Go over to the stands.
0: Time out. <laughs> go stand on that sideline on the other side where LeBron is. He's got something he wants to tell you. I'm sitting back. Go ahead.
1: See, it's dude,
0: it's it's the king.
1: That's why I think we came to a compromise here. Is just have him sit on the bench.
0: Just have him sit on the bench. All right. I'm I'm okay with that. Have him sit on the bench. That way he can actually be a coach. Yeah. There's a difference between LeBron yelling from the stands and a 43 year old divorced parent who peaked in high school doing the same thing?
1: Yeah, there is a difference. Absolutely, there is. Absolutely, there is. But still, I don't. I don't care. It, it, the parents, because what if he tells, if he if he tells Bronny something different than the coaches telling him, and Did, they're conflicting, the co- and they're conflicting messages, that's not whether LeBron's right or not.
0: I, I agree. I know where you're going. That's with that. that's I agree. that's I agree. not right. It's not. It's not right. But. You're not teaching him. The I right got. I gotta believe that if LeBron James' kid is on an AAU basketball team, and that that coach is probably, I'm sure, was he's probably handpicked by LeBron James <laughs> to coach his son, and they probably have a lot of the same views. You're probably right. Wow, that was relatively easy. <laughs> <laughs> Just on that part. Just of it, on though. that part, you stinker. <laughs> Oh, good.
1: so okay so right. we, we kind of mentioned LeBron is is a family guy there's no question about about his ethics it, the man seems to be you know none of us know him personally but he's he always does and says the right thing he's never like. he's
0: never been on the bad side of of the media not well he's been on the yeah. bad side but never done something. To deserve to des- it, <laughs> well, but he's never got himself in trouble. He's never, right. he, I mean, and he has been in the spotlight since he was fourteen years old, fifteen years old. Yep. And it's the worst thing he ever did was go out and uh, I think his well, his mom got a Hummer for him. That I mean, right. was the worst thing before that ever he happened before he right. graduated. Right. And he was driving a Hummer that was probably given to him, even though uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, but yeah. So, uh, the guy is an amazing person is what it seems like, from what I can tell. He loves Akron. He loves his where he's from. He truly believes that he was blessed uh, when he was young because he was such a good athlete to be taken in by a couple different families and give him what he needed to succeed in life. Therefore, he has come up with this I Promise School, uh, the LeBron James Family Foundation, Uh, started eight million dollars I believe they put into this it's it's pretty impressive gives me cold chills it's it's pretty impressive it's a public school free tuition the kids get a bike they get a bike to ride to school with there are so many things
1: this is it's it's a school unlike any other I think probably in the world Um, there's so many there's there are a lot of special things that that happen for these students And for the first year, it's third and fourth graders. And then they're going to add a grade every year until they get first through eighth.
0: And it's a traditional public school. Right. So LeBron James said when he was in fourth grade, he missed 83 days of school. Yeah.
1: Because they were moving around constantly.
0: They were sleeping on people's couches. In fifth grade, he was taken in by a family. um, And they, not taken in, but, you know, they, they, well, yeah, basically they took him in and He didn't miss a single day of school in fifth grade, and he believes that that third, fourth grade year is a is pivotal in these kids. That's why he started with this third being third and fourth grade. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, they went out and found kids who are academically behind by a year or two, and handpicked those kids and invited them to be the charter members of this school. Um, And so it's it's you know underprivileged kids from the Akron area. Um, who, who have fallen behind with similar situations that, that mm-hmm. LeBron had like, that he explained. Um, and, and so the kids get a bicycle because LeBron um, believes very strongly in the power of exercise and, and his bike when he was a kid was the, the source of a lot of his exercise that he got.. Yep. Um, so this school is, is about is not just about education, it's about nutrition it's about
0: um, exercise it's about hel- it's about helping families the whole family this is for the whole family he's he's given breakfast lunch and a snack every single day to these kids there's 240 kids um, they, they there's GED I, I believe you can get your GED if you're a parent mm-hmm. there's there's the ability for you to get your GED they are there's job placement service for the parents in this mm-hmm. uh, it's from 9 to 5 it's an extra long school day so the parents can work while their kids are at school and not have to worry about what their kids are doing outside of school afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like eleven months of school. Yeah, it's July through May. He basically is like, you guys don't you get you get a month off.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure it's set up a little bit differently. I don't think they're going to be taking like science and math classes from nine to five. They're gonna I think they're gonna offer other um, you know like. Um, social, uh, uh, social behavioral, um, health classes. Sure. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of different things that kids are going to get out of this school that they're not going to get at normal schools, even though it's a traditional public school. Um, there's just a lot of stuff. The biggest one to me though, if you graduate from this school, you get free tuition to the
0: university of Akron, you get a free
1: college education.
0: That's so awesome. That's, that
1: is that's unbelievable. He's
0: gonna and and he's already been doing that uh, with another program that he has where he's putting kids through college. He he promises if they uh you know, it's that's part of the I promise before the school came out where if they there's certain kids that if they went and uh, you know I don't know if it was never missed a day or there's all kinds of things they had to do and as long as they did that through from grade school through high school then he would pay for their college education. Now he's taking the kids. From this school, and telling them that, and if I mean, it's if you're going to this school, I feel like it's almost impossible not to to pass through. To I mean, succeed, it, right? You have to succeed. in it this. It seems like they're he he's setting is up... giving you everything you can. Po- this is the coolest thing I've seen anybody do with their platform in any sport. Yeah. I've never seen anything like this.
1: There, there are some other athletes who have opened schools and stuff like that, but this one. This one's on another level. This one offers so much more than any other school um, that has been opened up by an athlete or anywhere else. Um, this, uh, it's just so cool for a guy who, who only has a high school education, who didn't go to college, who grew up in a single-parent home, um, who, who was an underprivileged inner-city kid growing up. And he gets it. And he gets it. He he's he's got this head on his shoulders that he probably shouldn't have. And he he doesn't he doesn't take stuff for granted. You know he's 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 just, he's he's so family oriented. Um, he's so education oriented. I mean he you know he's he, a very intelligent basketball player. And he carries himself and, and um you know like a, like an intelligent person. And yeah. It's just it's it's really impressive to to see a guy. Who started where he started succeed, and there are plenty of success stories like that. But but and Lebron guys, and
0: I don't want to make it seem like nobody else is doing stuff because right. there. I mean, there are a lot of athletes out there doing a lot of awesome, great things that we don't even know about that we would never know about. And of course, this is going to be even bigger because it's Lebron. But I mean, I I that I've seen, I have not seen anything that is this. I mean, this is basically you're basically taking two hundred and forty kids and giving them a life that they could never have. Yeah. Every year, every single year, not just one time, every single year. And it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And the
1: school is set up to grow over the next, uh, over the next like five years. Yeah. Um, so that it, you know, until it becomes a full elementary school, uh, including a junior high and he's the king,
0: he's the, (laughs) he's the king, brother. He's the
1: the king of education. He
0: sits on his throne in LA now. (laughs) I am, I am officially, uh, an LA Lakers fan. Uh what what, what numbers he is he wearing? See, what number did this he, 23. Is he going with 23? Pretty sure he's Not going back to that whole 9 thing or whatever he, yeah. was it 6 whatever it was, it was, yeah. it was uh in Miami. I'm right, good. Nah. So I'm going to get myself a 23 uh Lakers jersey now. Are yeah? Yeah, well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. I didn't think he's, so. <laughs> he's younger than me, so I'm not allowed to wear it. Oh, okay. He's only younger than me by a little bit. Let me ask by you something. A year. Yeah.
1: Speaking of that, yeah. I think that's a fun topic. Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll touch on it and maybe we'll go more in depth another okay. time. How do you feel about jerseys, about adults wearing jerseys?
0: I, I like jerseys. Like I, I, I like baseball jerseys. I feel like that's basically just a button-up T-shirt. Uh, however, there <laughs> I am at the point in my life now where you will not see me outside of my house in a jersey unless it's someone who is older than me. I feel like if the if the baseball jersey I'm wearing is the jersey of a player or previous player who is older than me, then I can wear it. Cuz I'm the younger, I'm the I'm the kid in that in that relationship. I'm the kid, I can wear it. Now, Joey Votto is like 6 months older than me. I feel like I'm allowed to wear a Joey Votto jersey. Now, on the same way, I probably would love a Tucker Barnhart jersey, but I can't do it because he's younger than me. And you'll never see me. I got a Demetri Young jersey. I'd wear that if it fits, Still, <laughs> I love the meat hook.
1: So do I. Meat hook was awesome. What do you think?
0: Um, you got t-shirts. You got a lot of t-shirts with that are like t-shirt jerseys. I
1: used to buy a ton of those because yeah. I love those. Because I'm not really a jersey kind of guy because they're, like, sized so oddly. And it's hard for me to even find a t-shirt that fits me correctly. But to find a jersey that fits me right is just, I don't know, It's it's – I have a couple that I really like. I have a North Carolina Jordan jersey. That is
0: the coolest jersey. That's that's I've seen that. That's
1: I, I have a Pete Rose and an Eric Davis jersey. Um, so I, I have a few that I really like a lot, and I wore them like a few times. But that's the other thing is a, a nice one is pretty expensive. So I just don't want to like
0: get it. I don't want to get
1: it dirty. You don't wear it, man. You just hang it up, like like Lark the Larkin. Yeah, it you just take it and hang there. it up yeah.
0: on, over there. And I actually wore I wore that to one game. I got a small little stain on the front of it, and I was like, I can never ever wear this again. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. So he,
1: here's here's when I really draw the line. When people wear the jersey with their
0: own name on the back. No, that's you can't do that as an adult. That's not allowed. That in basketball jerseys. Adults should not be wearing that. Ba- middle aged men should not be wearing just a basketball jersey.
1: <laughs> that one, yeah. You that's know what true. I mean? It looks, like you, because it's not really a shirt like a baseball no, jersey. No, no, it's not. It's a you tank look top. ridiculous.
0: Don't do that. I mean, please.
1: If, well, so if you're a person that just wears like a tank top in the middle of a hot summer day, if you're a person that does that, could you wear a basketball jersey? Um, No. No. Okay. No. So do you feel like I feel like, like adult it's the jersey. men shouldn't be wearing tank tops? Then uh, I have no, no problem with a tank top. The tank jersey tank is tops, right? the
0: jersey is different. The jersey okay. isn't quite a tank top. I'm okay with the cutoff. I'm okay with the the tank top. Uh, it's it's the basketball jersey. It's it.
1: What makes it What makes it different?
0: Uh, it's a basketball jersey, and it belongs okay. on either a child or someone playing basketball. If okay. you're playing basketball, if you're out on the court. Uh, you know, whatever, uh, at the park, I'm okay with it. Go ahead. Throw the jersey right. on. When you're done, take it off, though, because <laughs> you're going to look ridiculous walking down the road. Now, if you're playing basketball, go you guys, ahead, throw the jersey on.
1: You stop at Kroger after your game, and uh, you still have your uh
0: – don't still, take don't take your jersey off. You take your jersey your, off. Bring had... bring a duffel bag with 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 some clothes in it.
1: Yeah, you still have your Manute Bull jersey on from the, <laughs> from the game you just played. That's <laughs> it. That's a, that's a jersey Bull's I older would than love me. to have.
0: Manute Bull is older than me. I feel like I'd be allowed to wear that.
1: If anybody, my birthday's in January. If you want to get me a gift, get me a Manute Pole jersey.
0: That's what I want. I like it. I I mean I'm I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm down for that. But yeah, so there there you go. All right. I do. There's two things that I wanted to get into. We're getting, we're getting close to the end here. But there's two things that I want to get into. One of them I didn't even think about until um, Steve Snodgrass said something here on on uh, on the Facebook Live. So did you hear today about Urban Meyer and what what happened with this uh, wide receivers coach?
1: I heard very like very top level details. Okay, um, so
0: really no details.
1: I heard like basically a headline.
0: All right. So what happened was he's got a wide receivers coach that was with him in Flor at Florida. And he this guy was arrested in 2005, I want to say, when he was at Florida. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. I did hear that. Um so he previously been there, done that. He hired him at Ohio State. Now, come to find out, apparently in 2015, three years ago, he was beating his his wife again and strangled his wife in front of his two kids or something like that. And the wife was texting back and forth with Urban Meyer's wife. And Urban Meyer's wife's like, listen, I'm going to tell Urban what's going on. You can't live like this. You need to get out of that house. They're now divorced, finally. It took them way too long. Mm-hmm. Um that's, I mean, I, that's a that's that's a psychological thing. I don't even want to get into. Right. But, um, so, what? They immediately put Urban Meyer said I had no idea. I had no idea it happened again in 2015. Well, you're telling me that if your wife's in this conversation, that she never said anything to him. Whew, man, that's hard for me to believe. You're laying your head down next to her almost every single night, and your coach that you have known for 15 years who played for you when you were at Bowling coached at Bowling Green and she's texting your wife you you don't think that she's going to say something to you about that hard for me to believe too I, I would think i would think she
1: especially if she said specifically i'm going to tell urban it's exactly about what this. the text said
0: they found the text so here's the thing so there's de- there there's already evidence there is evidence yes so and there's texts from this coach coming back to the wife saying, don't tell anybody about this. Nobody's allowed, you know, you're, you'll ruin you'll ruin my career if you tell anybody about what happened and stuff like that. So he's incriminated himself already. It's already out there. So, you know, it's not one of those things where you can say, okay, well, sometimes people say and do things and you don't know if it really happened or not. This has basically happened. So the thing is, is domestic violence is obviously a terrible thing and it's gotten really bad here lately and, and teams are cracking down on it. So Urban Meyer has been put on administrative leave with pay until this. Inve- and the school's doing an investigation on this. Yeah. Now, the wife. This is my thing. Urban Meyer right now is saying he knew nothing about it. All these texts come out now and say it's showing his wife was involved in this. He has to go to his wife and say, I know you told me about this, but if you want me to keep this job, You have to all of a a sudden be a stone heart hearted woman and act like you did not say a word to me. Basically, basically making you out to be the bad guy because somebody told you they're getting beat and you didn't do anything about it. Wow. How, how does this, there's no way this ends good. No, there's not. This
1: is a, gosh, this is a really bad, really bad situation. Um, there really isn't anyway. And, and that, you're right, man. That's, you're either going to have to, you're either going to have to make your wife look really bad or you are going to look really bad one or the other or both. And man, I don't know. I mean, if somebody's, it feels like somebody's going to be dishonest here. And that's, I have a big, big problem with that. Um, even if it's, if it's Larry Bird and I find yeah. out that he's he's in the same situation That's, or, I'm I'm not a Michael fan of Jordan. Pete Rose.
0: I'm mean, Pete Rose I I went through all the gambling stuff with him. I I on the on the the roller coaster ride but the 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 straw that broke the camel's back was the 16-year-old, well, the 14-year-old that he was messing around with when he was like in his 30s playing mm-hmm. or something like that and his excuse was she told me she was 16. No, was... Sorry, that no, I don't like you and like I sorry, Pete, brother. This, uh, I'm not a fan of you anymore. Like that yeah. that kills me. I'm well, it, that it's Pete Rose. Whatever.
1: We, we kinda knew he was a scumbag for a long time. <laughs> he always has that, been. But...
0: but here so here's the thing. So so um I'm all about second chances. I think people deserve a second chance. People mm-hmm. do things they're, they're you don't know what's going on in a household or anything like that to mm-hmm. make anybody do whatever they do terrible things happen mm-hmm. and they should should never happen like that. However, I do believe people should get a second chance. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy got his second chance and he blew it there too. Yep. That is where all of a sudden now now at that point they the Urban Meyer fired him a couple days ago right before the uh right before he, they this the story, the came, story out. came out. Mm-hmm. So it's this is tough, man. So this, it's been developing. He, I
1: think, he knew it was about. Because you got blow a guy
0: up. like Joe Mixon for the Bengals for us. A lot of people hated the Bengals for taking him. He, you know, was very apologetic. He knew what he did was wrong. He came out. He's, he, you know, he, he, he served his his suspension in college after he after he, uh, you know, hit his girlfriend or whatever he did. Um, so, but he's got a second chance now. As long as he stays on a straight and narrow I'm good with joe mixon i we I'd, I'd be good with a guy like Ray rice you know come out say that you're sorry about what you did it was dumb stupid and I you know whatever got into you got into you there's no excuse for it but I'm okay with the second chance go think, through the anger
1: management do all classes your exactly all the do all your stuff training. that you need
0: to do right I'm okay with a second chance mm-hmm. at this point in time for a guy like this though no. that's nope. that's it but the thing is so urban meyer now. So Urban Meyer is going to get fired because of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty likely. It does it, seem likely. Uh, um, I I I'm good with the situ- with the decision they made today to suspend him for the time being
0: until they get
1: all even, the facts, all the exactly. details.
0: Don't go out and just make a make a uh, crude judgment call and just fire him immediately. And right. Go out on a limb and do something bad like that. That's too much. But if you
1: find out if every if all the st- if everything comes in, and and you get a, a legitimate full evaluation of everything that happened, and and you you decide that you
0: know Urban Meyer knew about this, and he and let the guy stick around, turned a and, blind eye to it. You're turning right. a, you, that in that case that that's what that's where the problem is. You're mm-hmm. turning a blind eye to somebody doing something like that. I don't know. That's tough. That's a tough call. Yeah, he probably shouldn't keep his job then. And there's only one coach better than him in college football. I mean, you know, you talk about untouchables, right? There's there's a couple untouchables, and you know, there's one in the NFL. Well, two, obvious, I guess, because the Bengals right, yeah. will never fire Marvin Lewis. But Bill no. Belichick, who the guy can get away with whatever he wants to do. Uh, you got Nick Saban can do whatever he wants to do, and it, I always felt like Urban Meyer was that next coach in that kind of line of succession where these guys they can do pretty much whatever they want to do well maybe not this. It in. maybe maybe <laughs> not this maybe not turn your eye to somebody beating somebody up that's a you're beating their wife up that's a strangling his her kid right in front of her kids five-year-old three-year-old kid you've got a
1: you've got something in your brain that's uh a little a little mixed up that you need to
0: get fixed. You got to get some Yeah, yeah. I, and like I said, I'm good with a second chance. Let the guy go do his thing, but this was his second chance. So, yeah. Done with that. He's All done. Right. All right. So, off of the Urban Meyer, that we you know, we don't have a ton of details in. On, I mean, we we'll, there are a lot of details from the story. There's going to be a lot more, I think. There will be a lot more now. Um I just feel bad for Urban Meyer's wife. She's going to come out of this cuz she has to, right? She has to come out and say I never told Urban she has to do that. She has to. I guess she wants her marriage to stay intact. You know what I mean? She has to do that. So there, he is putting her in a situation where she is a stone-cold bee. That, uh, man that's that's really bad Ugh, i i I hate to be in that what house kind right of a
1: now. husband are you if you put your wife in a situation that you that you make her have the, to kind, lie of, the to kind the kind of husband the
0: kind of husband that hires a guy and keeps him on a team and I pretends so. like he doesn't know that somebody's beating somebody up
1: he's a Cincinnati guy
0: too he is urban myers right is. yeah tough i'm tough 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 all right. I do got one more question for you because we've we're past here. We're we're a little over an hour, but that's all right. We've done this before. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this question. Okay. End the day with this. You're on death row, five days, you get five meals. Whoa. What are your last five meals?
1: A three way from Skyline. Um a seven thousand gallon tub of homemade chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Yes. Um, more. I yeah threw what, you off with this. Put me on the spot. So, so I would have two. to have
0: peanut butter and jelly. I gotta have a peanut butter and jelly and milk. That's I love. One that. day I've gotta have peanut butter jelly and milk.
1: Great choice. Got to.
0: That's a must. Peanut for butter me. and jelly. It. I've had
1: a million of them in my life. They keep getting better every it's, time I have them.
0: I've almost perfected the peanut butter and jelly. Now I've heard that there is something because I'm 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 extra jelly. Okay. So I'm a Not big, me. I'm you know, because I'm a I'm a condiment guy. I, I like my mayonnaise. I like them I like a mayonnaise sandwich with like <laughs> a little bit of meat on it. <laughs> oh, uh, so I, I I feel like I've got my I like a lot of jelly and a good amount of peanut. I mean, I make a thick yeah. peanut butter and jelly. It's sure. a big thick peanut butter and jelly. Now, the crunch bread. Have you tried it with crunch bread?
1: I tried. I finally
0: did. Tried you try it? it? I still haven't. Time. I haven't done it, cousin I Mike. We I have it. not given it a go yet. I'm thinking that that might be the one that that puts it over the top.
1: It's a beautiful idea. If you don't know about crunch bread, I don't know where it originated. It might have originated from our cousin Mike.
0: That's who told me about it. And me too. The, it would not surprise me if this I mean, is something he came up. He's with.
1: he's passionate about it. Yeah, he's an incredibly creative, uh, yes. smart guy. So, um, but he, he puts two pieces of bread in one side of the toaster so that only one side of each piece of bread is toasted so you you put the you spread the peanut butter and the jelly on the toasted side of the bread that way it doesn't soak through and you still have a soft the soft side to bite into and you have you have so you have a little bit of crunch. You it's have crunch a little bread. Bit of soft.
0: It's 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 crunch bread, and he swears by it. I still have not tried it, but I'm gonna give it a go. All right, so there you go. So there's three. Give me two more, real quick.
1: Holy cow! Um, let me get uh, let me get a uh, a a a sauce, a sausage and cheese um, a sausage and cheese omelet from. Santorini restaurant in Cheviot, Ohio. Wow. Okay. Let me get one of those. Nice. And last um, but not least. Last but not least, let me get a. Uh,
0: boy, oh boy. Um, this is very difficult. Tyler. Tyler says uh, warm waffles. I'm not a waffle guy. Warm waffles.
1: Warm no, waffles not, are not nice. W- That's not my death row thing. No, you know? it's not death row. Not for my me death either. row thing. You know what? Probably just a ton of. Really soft, underbaked chocolate chip cookies.
0: Can I just go with just a giant tub of homemade, homemade raw cookie dough? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah, you can go with. That. I would do that because I don't want I don't want the stuff that you get you know the break and bakes or whatever Those they are. are. I mean, they're good. Too, it's but, good, yeah. but I need a freshly mixed. Raw egg and flour and butter. You know, <laughs> oh. That's what I need. Freshly mixed, not cold. You know, lukewarm from being uh, from from the mixer. That's what. That's where I think I would do that. When was the last time you
1: baked cookies?
0: I haven't baked cookies in probably a year, but I used to bake them a lot. I love baking cookies.
1: I'll tell you. I mean, in those
0: those break and bakes. Those are so convenient. It's like 12 I can't minutes. Do, dude, I can't do the break and bake because I, I only end up baking like four cookies. I eat all the rest of the <laughs> I eat the rest of the well, cookie dough. Well, that's good then. <laughs> so you get cookie dough
1: and cookies. But, you know, I always I always bake them for like a minute or two less than it suggests just because I like them. I like them underbaked. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm real hungry.
0: I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and we're looking at eleven forty five at night, so I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm gonna get me some onion cheese. I got some onion cheese today, ah, uh, so good. Some smoked bacon cheese, Guggersburg cheese up in Millersburg, Ohio. If you want to give us some money, I'll talk about your cheese all <laughs> it's, day it's long. It's no
1: wonder your breath has been so bad this entire yes. podcast and it's it, cheese. It it goes through so we have these special microphones that we can smell each other's breath through. Yeah. So it goes into his microphone through all the cords and comes out my microphone and I can smell his breath.
0: I can so smell ate... I can smell yours without the microphone thing just because my nose is so big.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cuz your nose is touching my it's mouth. Like almost. a blood it's like a bloodhound. I'm like a
0: bloodhound <laughs> with this thing, man. <laughs> I can smell you, what you i guess smell what you ate last week <laughs> you ate, you ate that onion cheese right before we went on that's all I can smell that's all I can smell man oh man all right well uh so rest of the day uh that's that's all we got for the day that's it i i, I had a good time thanks as always adam uh Thank catch you. us catch us on the nosebleeds sports podcast uh on facebook at sickwitted on twitter for me your tweet box
1: <laughs> Adam Schmidt 44 Adam Schmidt time. 44
0: uh you can catch us on iTunes you can get it on uh Apple podcast um SoundCloud, SoundCloud YouTube Castbox if there's anything else out there you guys listen to um that you would want us to put it on we'll I'll put it on there so we'll go from there um subscribe if you subscribe I'm still giving out t-shirts I'm still giving them out the shipment uh is due in tomorrow of of t-shirts so uh i got one we got a, i got one for uh a, a young brother young brother dylan uh dylan myers uh subscribed he officially subscribed shout out to you brother good job dylan. uh we appreciate it um you know we we're bringing the young generation in to the nosebleed sports podcast sure so it's
1: a, it's a sports podcast for everybody yeah
0: so anyway check it out uh check us out there anything else you got brother I'm good. I'm going to go to bed. All right. Don't forget to vote on the um, Andy Etch. Or I'm sorry. On the uh, who's it today? <laughs> Ron <laughs> Robinson. Ron Robinson and John Lackey. John Lackey, ugliest, <laughs> ugliest man in baseball. All right. We appreciate it. Have a good one. For Adam Schmidt, I am Chris Witt. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.